So as we begin this morning instruction, I'd like to begin with a little ex- demonstration. And uh, before we do the meditation, and that is that <clears throat> if I hold this striker in my hand, that it's if I think the striker is really important, I might be holding, thinking about the striker and how important it is to keep it, make sure that Max doesn't grab it for me, because, you know, I'm in charge now, and, and so, you know, the striker represents a lot of important things in my life, power, control, and so I really, the striker, I'm going to hold on to, the striker is what I focus on. That's one thing. The other thing I could focus on, be aware of, is the process of holding the striker. And if I'm told, you know, notice the process of holding the striker, what I notice is that, uh, that my hand is clenched. Maybe my hand is feeling sore and tight because of how I'm holding it. And so if I'm focusing on the striker, I might not notice the process of holding. If I notice the process of holding, I might notice, you know, the cost of it, what's going on for me. And then maybe naturally I would relax my, my, relax a little bit. I'm holding out of you. So this example is a introduction to the idea of thinking, mindfulness of thinking. Because many times most of us are focusing on the content of our thoughts. What we're thinking about, what's important about us thinking why it's important, you know, the ideas, the concepts, how it relates to ourselves. It's often been noted that the primary subject of most thoughts is yourself. Somehow most thoughts are self-referential in nature. It's a whole world of the content. And some people spend a lot of time, most of their time, negotiating the content of their thoughts, trying to understand it better, believing them, giving a lot of authority to what they think, thinking that what they think is what you're supposed to be thinking about. Um, you know, you t- it's kind of a, sometimes a labyrinth of thought. And you go into the labyrinth of thinking and uh, or the maze of thinking, thinking that somehow the solutions of our life are going to be found there. Um, it's just that they end up in the byways, highways, bypasses, loops of the of the mind. It's also possible to become aware of the process of thinking, just like the process of holding the striker. And then we can become aware of other things besides the content. And thinking involves a lot more than just content, thinking of thoughts. So to begin, it's possible to know whether you think mostly in words or mostly in pictures. If you think mostly in words, then it's possible sometimes, sometimes to notice where the loudspeaker is that's projecting those words or saying those words. Uh, some people have trouble locating the place, but if uh, you try to, if you ask someone, is it in your little toe? No. Is it in your kneecap? No. Is it in your chin, or your earlobe? No. And slowly you can realize, well, it's not just everywhere. It's like it has some kind of location, general place. It's fairly common for it to be the head, Sometimes it's in the chest, sometimes in the neck or shoulders are connected to it. Same thing with if, if people, some people think more in images, 
So rather than where the loudspeaker is, the question would be, where's the screen? Where these pictures are being projected or what you're seeing. And again, there sometimes it's sometimes a little bit in front, or sometimes in somewhere in the head, or sometimes. So it's not always possible to locate it, but it's possible to have a location, and the location gets closer to the process. It's not location; it's nothing to do with the content. It has to do with you know something different aspect of it. And then it's possible to um, uh, to once you have a more or less a general location, to feel what that process is like, just like what it's like to clutch onto the striker, what it's like to be involved in that thinking and do the thinking. And so there might be some tension involved, pressure to think. There might be uh, agitation, restlessness, a lot of energy involved. Um, there might be uh, uh, an upwelling energy or force. There might be a downwelling, uh, deflating kind of force that's connected to it. There might be some kind of things that are connected to it, energetically, physically. And it's possible then to do mindfulness of the body, just around the thinking. And this is where you come into the idea that, that uh, it's almost as if the thinking mind is a thinking muscle. So we have a muscle of thinking. And just like it's possible sometimes to soften or relax muscles of your body, sometimes it's possible to relax the muscles of thinking, thinking muscle. And if you, but if you don't do that, if the pressure to think, the tension around thinking, the tightness around thinking, the energy around thinking, it, it, it remains. Even if you let go of your thoughts for a moment, then that pressure will pump out more thoughts. And some of you probably notice that you can let go of your thoughts, come back to the breath, and it seems like immediately you're back in your thoughts. It's just like, and. Um, it's usually because there's, there's more going on than just having the content going on. If you let go of the content, that the inner process, you know, there's momentum there, there's energy there. And so you, sometimes you have to connect to the process and feel what it's like inside. And then um, just hold it, be aware of it as it is. If at some point, if it's easy to just let it relax and soften, then to let that thinking muscle soften. And sometimes it's possible to be aware of uh, that in that process of thinking, there's emotion connected to our thinking. People who plan a lot, there's often uh, some anxiety or fear that's the fuel for those planning thoughts. Sometimes, thinking about the past a lot, uh, it might be regret or guilt or resentment that might be kind of the fuel that keeps it going. So if you only focus on the content of what you're thinking, you miss an important part of what the overall composite, the overall event, what it's like. And so when doing mindfulness, we're not so much interested in the content. We're mostly interested in the process. And the process is always happening in the present moment. The content can be about the past or the future, and we, in a sense, get lost in the past and the future. But the process is fascinating. That Thinking about the past it's always happening in the present. Thinking about the future is always happening in the present. So if we can clearly know I'm thinking about the past, then your mind is in the present. So this is part of the process of uh, including thinking as part of meditation. Uh, it's, uh, you don't have to have your thoughts and thinking as your enemy for meditation or consider it as a distraction. 
If it's easy to let go of them, please do. If it's not easy to let go of your thinking, there's no need to be upset or struggle with it. The art of mindfulness then is to turn towards that and be mindful of the fact that you're thinking. Thinking is happening. I like the expression that you would look thinking right in the eye and say, thinking, I see you. I know you're there. I know what you're doing. And the kind of stepping back and really seeing it is hard. You know, it's quite different because often we're in our thoughts. We're entangled with them. We're identified with them. We're kind of like, it's hard to see the water you're swimming in if you're a fish, they say. It's hard to see the thoughts you're swimming in if you're thinking. But if you can turn around and see it and acknowledge it. And this is where the mental noting is very helpful. If you don't use mental noting anywhere else, some people find it very effective to use a note, thinking, thinking, to clearly acknowledge this is what's happening, to see it, to acknowledge it, and, um, and begin disentangling yourself so you can then maybe explore the process. In a very simple, relaxed way. It's not engineering. It's not deep <clears throat> analysis. It's just very simple. Feeling your way. Sensing. There's more here than the content. And feeling what's that like. And in that process, uh, uh, developing your ability to be present without being lost in thought. So with that as, as an introduction, <clears throat> uh, now we take an upright posture. <clears throat> And take a few long, slow, deep breaths. Relaxing as you exhale. <clears throat> Perhaps as you exhale, softening the thinking muscle. Letting your breath return to normal. Take a moment <clears throat> to acknowledge the brilliance of your thinking mind. Five billion years of evolution has come to you thinking about whatever you're thinking about. It's an amazing feat of nature that we should be thinking. Your thinking mind is pretty insecure, so it's nice to acknowledge its brilliance. <clears throat> and then to remind it that now that you've acknowledged its brilliance, it's also okay for it to take a break. Let the discursive mind <clears throat> have a rest. 
and a break. And settle into your breathing. Not to think about your breathing, but to feel the body's own experience of breathing. To notice how the body, your wonderful body, what happens in there as you breathe? What sensations come into play? As we begin this meditation, it can be helpful for a few times as you exhale to again soften the thinking muscle. As you exhale, let those content of your thoughts drift away, the bubble pop. Perhaps something like when you lower yourself into a refreshing pool of water. Lower your awareness, your attention, center of being, more deeply into yourself. Just as you exhale, get closer, more intimate, below the waves of thoughts and thinking that you might have to the deeper quiet within that's not directly connected to thinking. And in the deeper waters, currents of breathing in and breathing out, If your thinking is light, see if you just let go of it or let it recede in the background. Sometimes your thinking mind can just kind of do its thing in the background and you don't have to take to pay much attention to it because in the foreground you can stay with the breathing, the present moment with your body. But if the if the thinking takes more prominence, it's okay. But turn towards it with awareness. Clearly acknowledge your thinking. Look at it right in the eye and say thinking. Be relaxed, but see it clearly. 
And if thinking persists or keeps coming back, see if you can feel, sense, be present for the process of thinking. Letting the content take care of itself. There's any pressure or tension or any part of the body that seems activated while you think. And then do mindfulness of the body in that place. If thinking persists, notice if there's any emotions. that are the fuel or the ground out of which thinking occurs. And if so, you can do mindfulness of emotions. Perhaps grounding the emotion, feeling the emotion in the body. At some point when the process of thinking is well enough acknowledged, or things have quieted down. You can see if you can begin again with your breathing. Bring the breathing into focus. As you exhale, in the letting go of the exhale, perhaps remembering to be alert enough to notice if you've been pulled into thinking. Thinking is not the enemy, not a problem. It's just something to clearly know, recognize, be present for. So you can be present here and now.